It's concert season, and concert season is all about the boots. Already, Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen lighted up at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. He should have gone with Tecovis, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan and the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tecovis store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The sun's a-shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the Grove. Beer showers. It's just the very best time for an Ole Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with Eufy Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. Eufy Video Lock, an all-in-one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. Installation requires only a screwdriver. So ditch those house keys forever and give Eufy Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee, and Eufy Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. Go ahead, have your home as fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Eufy Video Lock today. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Ole Miss fans, fasten your seatbelts. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. It's your chance to talk Ole Miss sports with Rebel coaches and your host, Chuck Roundsville of the Ole Miss Spirit, covering Ole Miss sports for 35 years. Are you ready? We're ready. Are you ready? The lines are open at 888-808-8637. This way, fellas. Now. Let's talk Ole Miss sports with Chuck. Howdy, Toddy Rebel Nation, and welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. You would not believe the scrambling we have to do. We use the same studio as Mississippi Sports with Richard Cross and Rippy and all them, and we've <laughs> they got to leave, and we got to come in here in about a ten second window if there. But uh, it's cool. They get out of here pretty quickly because they know our dilemma. And uh, we get set up pretty quickly. So, anyway, uh, President's Day. Yeah. Another federal holiday. I should have gotten a federal <laughs> job, Yancey. I mean, what do they get, 13 Mondays a year off? Well, well you get a teacher job is even better. You get summer and the holidays. Oh, wow. We have a, teachers don't make any money in Mississippi. I saw where they got a pathetic 19 a week, $19 a week raise. Uh, and the dude that entered. a year. Well, the dude that introduced the bill into Congress, into the legislature down there, said uh, to get to the national average, our teachers need 3500 more uh, a year. I hate to tell them, but that's not $19 a week. Uh, anyway, 
<laughs> I, I wish we'd pay our teachers better. I really do. But that's, I second that. That's neither here nor there. That's not anything about Ole Miss sports. Uh, got a good show tonight, Yancey. What's on tap brought to you by the Library Sports Bar, home of Monday Night Football on the huge screen, Oxford's most popular watering hole. 120 South 11th, they got live entertainment. They got everything. Never mind. You know where the library is. Everybody knows where the library is. We're going to have our regular Kermit Davis on at 615. He's sporting a four-game winning streak, Yancey. And those are always fun to talk about. To huh? I said 2-0 and o since we last spoke to him. Yep, yep. And we then uh, one more of those 2-0. and o. Boy, that would be huge. Oh, wow. I'll take one and one this week, though. Um, and then we'll have baseball coach Mike Bianco at 6.30. He got off to a one-and-one one start and one-one-one-one-and-one. Ole Miss one-one, Wright State one-one, and Mother Nature one-one. Uh, and I don't think he's going to be real, real happy. Sure, he'd be happy about Friday, but I doubt he'd be happy about Saturday. No, they didn't play well uh, when the – Pitching was not on, the the hitting wasn't either. They didn't brother-in-law any parts of the game. They, you know, tried to start coming back there in the middle of the game. Could have, you know, they had bases loaded and could have tied it there at the end, but didn't get it done, didn't deserve the victory, to be honest. Now, you get down eight to nothing, that's pretty much over, isn't it? And two newcomers are the ones that gave up those eight runs in three or four innings there, and, and that's interesting that he put them in at that period. Again, remember what I said. I I didn't predict Philip. You know what I was talking about mm-hmm. before. I, I had Roth and Hogland in there. Hogland on Saturday, Roth on Sunday. So uh, we'll see what the rotation looks like next week. Well, one thing it may be missing on this weekend is Will Etheridge. Got a blister on his finger, and sure I hear does. he's doubtful for yeah, the do you think two lane series. Yeah. I wow. Just, well, he was just on Richard's show. He's going to be on our show at six thirty. But I was listening to Richard's show driving out of here. And uh, said he was doubtful mm. for this weekend. I'm well, that might give him a chance to pitch Phillips and Hogland and and Roth. And um, Roth. Yeah, so it gives some some different options from people. Uh, might be a blessing in disguise. We know what we're going to get, or Ole Miss knows what they're going to get out of out of Etheridge. Little news coming out of football today: Tyrone Nix going to be the new outside linebacker coach and i'm as pleased as i can be about that i am too uh, this this staff that luke's put together this all season the additions have been huge how about this now he has uh hired coaches that are used to being at higher positions yeah. than what they are here head coaches which means coordinators coordinators or position coaches. yeah which yeah. means that they're extremely yeah. uh experienced and it ought to help him out a lot. We'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Hang tight. Make 2019 a special year with a new vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet. We have a large inventory to meet your needs. Shop our inventory 24-7 at nobodybeatsacannondeal.com. Or stop by our dealerships in Greenwood or Cleveland to test drive the new sporty Chevy Malibu, the family-friendly Chevy Tahoe, and the strong Chevy Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. 
If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander HT GO56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander HT GO56 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. Why get iPhone XS on the C Spire network? For that business trip to Chicago when your son sends a funny memoji. <laughs> For Aunt Ella's birthday where your iPhone XS dual lens camera takes the picture everyone wants. <laughs> get the most from iPhone XS with twice the nationwide LTE. iPhone XS and C Spire. For every moment. C Spire. Customer inspired. For a limited time, buy the latest iPhone. Get one on us. Details at cspar.com. The farm provides us with many things, and it means many things. From crops to cattle, poultry, and timber, the farm is vital to our everyday lives. It's a place to enjoy the outdoors and where many traditions are born. Whatever the farm means to you, let First South Farm Credit finance it. We're ready to help you make your dream of land ownership or farming your own land a reality. Visit FirstSouthland.com, equal housing lender. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Welcome back to the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Don't miss out on the latest deal from Ceasefire. Buy a top smartphone on Ceasefire's nationwide LTE network and get one for free. That's right. Buy one of the top smartphones and get a second one free from Ceasefire. Only available for a limited time. Ceasefire, customer inspired. A little personal note here, a little shout out to a buddy of mine, Charlie Hines. He and the wives and Billy Nowell, the mayor of Cleveland, are headed down to Doe's. Man, eat a big old steak for Charlie's 60th birthday. Nice. Yeah, good for him. I love that Doe's Steakhouse in Greenville, too. And I love those guys. They're big rebels, big rebels. No doubt. All right, uh, Yancey, talk a little bit more about your uh, uh, the commitment we got Saturday. Wide receiver out of Jackson? Brandon Barkalter out of Jackson. Uh He actually went to Trinity Valley. Christian Deion Sanders was so impressed with him. He uh, at a one of these national, you know, combine events. He said, I want you to come to school where, where I'm at. So he went over there and played, and then I think he got homesick. Then he left and came back home and uh, is back in Jackson, Mississippi. But he's uh, – him and, and, and Harmon out of uh, Kosciuszko are definitely the top uh, prospects right now out of the state in that 2021 class. That will be rising juniors next year. But a big kid, Chuck, about 6'3", 195, very athletic, has that body, that old NWO body that really there haven't been a lot of those size guys in the last mm-hmm. class or two. You know, you had Battle and you had Mingo there, but um, getting back to that old traditional N- NWO body. All right. Let's go to the control room now with Jack Schultz and Ole Miss Sports News. Take it away, Rhino. 
It's time now for Ole Miss Sports News, brought to you by Rebel Rags on Jackson Avenue, Oxford. Tell them about it, Molly. Rebel Rags. Anything, everything, Ole Miss. The Ole Miss basketball team is now riding a four-game win streak after going 2-0 and last week. The Rebels stole a road win at Auburn on Wednesday night, 60-55. to That completes the season sweep over the Tigers for the regular season. Ole Miss held the Tigers to their two lowest point totals of the season. Kermit Davis's team is now 4-2 and on the road in conference play. Ole Miss also beat Missouri at home on Saturday. The Rebels are now 18-7 and overall, 8-4 and in SEC play, ranked number 30 in the NET. ESPN's Joe Lenardi currently has Ole Miss projected as an 8 seed in the NCAA tournament, while Jerry Palm of CBS projects a 7 seed. The Rebels are tied with South Carolina for 4th place in the conference standings and face the Gamecocks in Columbia tomorrow night. They will return home to host Georgia on Saturday at noon. Meanwhile, the Ole Miss baseball team opened the 2019 season Friday night with a dominating 10-1 win over Wright State. Will Etheridge threw five and two-thirds innings, striking out five. Tyler Keenan and Cooper Johnson each hit home runs. Mike Bianco's team suffered a disappointing loss the next day, 9-5. Wright State jumped out to an 8-0 lead through the first four innings and never looked back. The series ended in a tie as Sunday's rubber match was rained out. Weather could be the toughest opponent Ole Miss faces early on as rain remains in the forecast all week. The Diamond Rebels are scheduled to host Arkansas State tomorrow at 4 and have a road series scheduled with Tulane this weekend. That's the latest news in Oxford. I'm Jack Schultz. Back to Chuck and Yancey. All right. Thank you, Jack. Good job as usual. Uh, y'all have to excuse Yancey. Um, he's, he's sick again, my hypochondriac buddy. He's uh, always got a cold or a colon cancer or something. It's unbelievable. He usually got a hurt feeling. <laughs> Unbelievable! Are you uh are you even plugged in over there? I don't think you are. I don't know that the other one, the other end right there, Yancey, the end of your cord. Yeah, good. <laughs> I can hear you fine. You can hear me fine. <laughs> You're supposed to plug it in. <laughs> uh, over there. I can't hear you. Oh, you can't hear me? No, I can hear you just normally, but not through your headset. Because you're plugged into the wrong place. Move it over there. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) There you go. Hello. Can you hear me better now? Yes, I can. All right. what what was that? Oh yeah, um, four in a row for the for the men's team, and uh, I was glad to see the Lady Rebels get a win over Vanderbilt as well. And uh, Van Chancellor was in town over the weekend, and I, I knocked around with him for a couple of days, going by to see Coach Yo and going by to see Coach Davis, and uh, you know they you, you're talking about a Hall of Fame basketball coach that. Uh, it was interesting to listen to him interact with them, and particularly with Coach Yo, and to do a chalk talk with her. And I was in the room, and and they were strategizing and everything. And I'm going to tell you, I think Coach Yo is is on her way to doing good things. And Van was really impressed with uh, Thursday night's win over Vanderbilt in terms of how hard they play for her. Uh, the strategy he thought was pretty good. The the uh, 
the attention to detail was good from a coaching standpoint in his opinion uh just the talent it's got to it got to recruit she's got to get out and recruit and that's the difference right now in her and the upper echelon of the sec and if she can get the recruiting done uh i was pleased to for van who i respect his opinion on anything basketball giving her a stamp of approval of where they are right now sure that made me feel comfortable as well uh, I, I like what she's doing too i see progress uh each game we're sitting here watching them right now they're trying to pin all of georgia uh, I, I think she's going to do well you know like you said she needs a couple classes come in and just replenish that stuff. And she signed a 6'5 girl that's kind of raw, she said. Uh, she she got a Juco point guard she's excited about. Um, so we're, we're in good shape. All right, uh, Rhino's telling me your mic isn't on. Let's see. All right, Rhino, is it on now? Say something, Yancy. We good, Rhino? Good. <laughs> uh, I told you you were all messed up, dude. <laughs> all right. We'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors with uh, Kermit Davis Jr. on the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Hang tight. Make 2019 a special year with a new vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet. We have a large inventory to meet your needs. Shop our inventory 24-7 at nobodybeatsacannondeal.com or stop by our dealerships in Greenwood or Cleveland. Test drive the new sporty Chevy Malibu, the family-friendly Chevy Tahoe, and the strong Chevy Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, buy a new road. If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander HT GO56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander HT GO56 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. Why get iPhone XS on the C Spire network? For that business trip to Chicago when your son sends a funny emoji. <laughs> For Aunt Ella's birthday where your iPhone XS dual lens camera takes the picture everyone wants. <laughs> get the most from iPhone XS with twice the nationwide LTE. iPhone XS and C Spire. For every moment. C Spire. Customer inspired. For a limited time, buy the latest iPhone. Get one on us. Details at cspar.com. A Van Atkins diamond is chosen for its excellence, brilliance, and fire. A Van Atkins mount is then chosen for its intricate craftsmanship and detailing. Whether the mount is a beautiful crafted piece from the past or a specially designed piece from the present, the results are the same. Wow. When you want to say forever, say it with class, say it with love. But most of all, say it with a Van Ackes diamond because you know she's worth it. Van Ackes Jewelers Store Downtown New Albany or VanAckens.com. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. 
All right, welcome back to Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. We're very pleased now to have our co-host, Mr. Kermit, Kermit Davis Jr. on with us. Kermit, hello. How are you? What's going on, Coach? I'm doing Yep, I'm doing good, guys. I'm doing all right. Well, I know you are. Four in a row, baby. That's fantastic. Well, it's, it's uh, proud of our players. You know, it was uh, those two different different phases of these conference seasons, and you just got to keep your head down and keep improving and practice. And we always talk about every SEC game or every league game. Just always has a life of its own, and uh, you know, so it really was a great week last week, and then. Uh, you know, obviously a big game tomorrow night here in Columbia. Coach, on the road versus Auburn and at home versus Missouri, and, and to me, the calling card in both of those wins was, was your defense. Yeah, it was. We, uh, you know, we're starting to create a lot of turnovers, and those turnovers are leading to points. I mean, uh, you know, Auburn, obviously, we really guarded, you know, it's had to be like tomorrow night. I mean, they're so good at shooting, you know, balls from behind the arc, and you know, we held Auburn to five for twenty, and uh, so I did the same effort tomorrow. And in this Missouri, we just really got thirty, I think thirty-two points off their turnovers. So really created steals through our defense and got the open floor, and that was really the key to, to the game. You know, Van Chancellor was in town, and I was courting him around, and uh, we came to visit you Friday, and uh, we went to the game together Saturday, and he said it was the best defense he'd seen in a long time. The way you extend your defense, the way you're kids move whether in a zone or a man and the way you change things up uh, enough to throw Missouri off uh, he was very complimentary of your defense for sure well it's coming from him Chuck as you know that's one of the best compliments any coach can have because he he's gone what he was a, a really good coach on both ends of the floor and uh and it was great I appreciate you guys coming by the office that was it's a lot of fun for me and I love guys like like Van, I know my dad enjoyed just seeing him, uh, you know, at the game in Missouri on Saturday. You know, uh, Coach, in the last couple of games, last four games, you, 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 your guys have played pretty clean basketball. Uh, 13 turnovers against Auburn, 10 against Missouri. I mean, that's such an important stat uh, that that I think sometimes gets overlooked. Yeah, it's something that is so uh, emphasized with us, Chuck. I mean, we talk about it all the time. And today I put up just all of our guys assist to turnovers and, you know, points off turnovers. You, you cannot go on the road and win if you don't have false security. Sometimes it's so much more emphasized in football. You know, who wins the turnover battle? A lot of times in basketball, you know, they look at different stats. And I'm telling you, the points off turnovers and, uh, and just assist the baskets made, simple things like that. You know, we're going to need every bit of those tomorrow night. Coach, a big, a big uh, turnaround to me does help defensively and offensively. Obviously, it's been Bruce Stevens playing like a big man instead of a, a shooting guard the last uh, three or four games. What, what? How did the light come on for that? You know, I, I just, I don't know. Maybe just Bruce is, you know, he wasn't playing great, and I think probably just wanted more minutes. You know, I'm sure he did. Just wanted more minutes and. <laughs> And he's now he's starting to have a presence around the goal. He's, you know, he's changed some, some shots, you know, blocking shots, finished possessions for his rebounding the ball, you know, scoring tough buckets. And we all know he can, he can make a pick and pop three. Uh, but if Bruce would just keep with effort and rebounding, all the other stuff would just take care of itself. And it just changes the dynamics of our team. 
Buffin gave you a boost against Missouri. Uh, those two freshmen, sometimes, you know, it, it, it seems like they're kind of playing seesaw. One of them will have a good game one game, and the other one will pick the other one up the next game. It, that's kind of what freshmen do, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You know, and uh, like I said, KJ was tremendous the other day. Blake just fought foul trouble, and he did foul. I mean, Blake had his hands on guys. He's out of position defensively and reached, and that's what's going to happen. And I thought KJ... You know, he has just has way too many turnovers, and that's a weakened part of his game. He's, he's a good passer. He's a really bad decision maker right now in his career. That'll get better. But I tell you what, KJ does. He has great toughness. He'll go rebound the ball. I thought he really fought it defensively, and uh, he was a huge part of our win. Give us some insight on South Carolina. Tough venue. They're eight and four in the conference, just like we are. Um, what, what's your what's your their main threats? Well. And they're just they're shooting, probably shooting the ball from three the last five games as good as anybody in college basketball. They're shooting 55% of the team, three. And so when you get a guy like mm. Frank's teams, who are always tough and rebounded, that's one of the best low-post players in our league and still a senior, probably the most experienced low-post player in our league is him. And the way they're shooting it, so I mean, it's going to be like the Auburn. you got to get back defensively. you got to get your heels way outside the three. And we've just got to do a good job of really contesting three-point shots, and then, then, then there's always, I guess, South Carolina who pressures you, you know, you, you've got to have ball security and take care of the ball. Um, 6 p.m. tomorrow, and then Saturday against Georgia, you beat them in, in Athens. That's a 2-30 game. Uh, they're probably going to have a little revenge on their mind. Yeah, and I thought Georgia played terrific the other night against LSU. That chances to win. You know, it's just it's life in our league, and you just got to, like I said, you just got to go out and play. And, you know, it's our last Saturday home game, you know, and so I would love to have, you know, you'd love for it to be a sellout, you know. We had a good crowd the other night against uh, Missouri, you know, but it wasn't a sellout. And I kind of really thought that game may sell out. So I just hope that fans will get behind us and that we need everybody's help. You know, all these games are almost like NCAA tournament play-in games, and they're no do-or-die games, but we have three at home, and, uh, Three big ones, and I know we'll see a lot of the home spirit in that pavilion. No question. Coach, thank you so much for your time, and uh, bring us home a victory over those Gamecocks tomorrow. I know it's going to be a tough one, but uh, our kids have been tough on the road, and I'm I'm sure they'll keep that toughness going. Well, I know they're excited. I appreciate it, guys. And good to be with thank you, you and We'll look forward to being with you next week. Thanks, guys. All right, buddy. You bet. Take thank care. You. Thank you. Kermit Davis, Jr., Got the Rebels at eighteen and seven overall, eight and four in the SEC, and uh, you know, huge game tomorrow at six o'clock. Obviously, um, uh, you know, just a just unbelievable. He's just the ball done. coach. He's just the ball coach. No question. I, I agree a hundred percent. Rebel flashback brought to you by Abner's Famous Chicken Tenders, with location in Oxford. Uh, University Avenue off the square. That's the original. Tupelo, Memphis, and Brandon. I was, uh, as I've said earlier in the show, I was blessed to spend a lot of time over the weekend with former Lady Rebel coach Van Chancellor, who came back into town with his daughter Renee for some Lady Rebel and men's hoops. They live in Houston, Texas now, but have always considered Oxford home after Van's 18-year career at Ole Miss that presumed produce some exciting and championship times but what i don't think a lot of rebel fans realize is how big a deal van chancellor still is in the world of basketball 
One, he's in the Basketball Hall of Fame, and I'm not talking about the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame. He's in that, too. Or the Mississippi Hall of Fame, he's in that, too. I'm talking about the same Basketball Hall of Fame that Michael Jordan's in, the same one that Larry Bird's in, Red Auerbach's in, Bill Russell is in, Wilt Chamberlain in. Van Chancellor is in that Hall of Fame. That's high cotton, folks. Two, he's an Olympic gold medal winning coach. How many of those are there? Three, he won four world championships in the WNBA when it was at his peak. I watched him give our own coach, Yo, a chalk talk with some strategical advice after her win over Vanderbilt. And it was fascinating to watch her respect for the master. I saw the awe in Kermit Davis Jr.'s eyes when Van and I walked into his office for a, a brief visit. He's a basketball legend, and best of all, despite graduating from Mississippi State, he's a rebel through and through. <laughs> rebel Flashback brought to you by Abner's Famous Chicken Tenders. My man Van, uh, I'm telling you now, he's he's special in the world of basketball, and people everywhere recognize him. You wouldn't believe the reception, Yancey, when we walked past all of Kermit's um, assistant coaches going down to Kermit's office in the TUI Center, the the respect and admiration all his assistants and instant recognition. Yeah. There's the man. There's the man. You know, that kind of stuff. It, it, it's pretty fascinating. And I think I think Ole Miss people take him for granted. You know, I really do at times. We always do while, while people are alive. It's not until they unfortunately pass away and then, then everybody gets real about them. But, yeah, yeah he is a legend. I, I, I would love to have been there to see Coach Joe when he was giving her strategic pointers uh, philosophy on offense and defense. I bet she was soaking that up. Not only was she soaking it up, you know, it it it, it was so cool when she had when she had already thought of something. You know, he he gave her a lot of new thoughts, right? But she had thought of some same things he had thought about her team, and and it really lit her up when she said, you know, that's what I thought, coach. That's what I thought. I'm got my assistants didn't agree with me on that, but that's what I thought, you know. And it, it was really cool. I'm I'm telling you, I was I was tickled to be a part of that. Just to, did she just get his witness. number? Oh, absolutely, <laughs> good, absolutely. She got her <laughs> his number. You couldn't find a more valuable resource than Van. Yeah, yeah. Van and, the man. You know, and uh, and and Van has great admiration for Kermit Davis Senior. So, you know, he went in there with his, kind of his hat in his hand when we went to see. Kermit Jr. and of course Kermit was in all of Van, and and Van's in all Kermit Senior. So yeah, so it was uh, that's neat. that was a cool dynamic as well. Van was uh, like in high school and junior college when uh, Mississippi State had all those great teams with Bailey Howell and Kermit Davis Senior, and Babe McCarthy was the coach. Uh, I think they went to the Final Four one year or something. Uh, they were really good. Uh, Bailey Howell. What years was that around? Gosh, I don't know. I don't know. know. You have to ask somebody a little older than me. I just have heard stories about Mm -hmm. it, Uh, but they were really good. I know they were. So they they were kind of Vans heroes when he was playing high school ball. And uh, then, you know, of course, Kermit Sr. is Kermit Jr.'s hero, obviously, his daddy. uh, How's Vans helped? Very good, very good. Does he still play some golf? Oh, every day. Plays good. every day, every single day. Did y'all get to go play? 
No, we didn't get to play. Uh, it was too cold. Too cold for nasty, you. Nasty, but... Uh, so weak. Yeah, everything's good. Uh, we'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yo Hotline with Mike Bianco. Hang tight. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Van Halen, not Van Hagar. <laughs> That's when Yancey had a mullet yeah, and parachute right. pants. Hey, Mike Bianco, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing great. Thanks for being on tonight. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Hey, uh, good Friday, bad Saturday, and uh, Mother Nature Sunday. Give us a, yeah. a, a synopsis. Yeah, you know, the old adage, right? You win some, you lose some, and sometimes you get rained out. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Friday, uh, I think, Chuck, you, 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 you couldn't have you know drawn it up any better besides the weather. Uh, just probably the way we played. We played really sharp. Uh, you know, Etheridge looked, you know, every bit, you know, of a Friday night ace and was up to 96. And, you know, just uh, great command. The, the breaking ball got better as the night went on. And, uh, you know, we uh, offensively you know, some some big home runs early by Keenan and and uh, Cooper Johnson to get us going. Uh, and then you know we were able to you know put some innings together, and some really good base running, some really clean defense, and uh, then we moved to Saturday almost the opposite. You know where you know uh, I thought Phillips pitched really well the first two innings, uh, uh, but then they got to the third and couldn't get off the field, and uh, you know obviously that's disappointing. Uh, but even more disappointing is, you know, when we go to the bullpen, we can't, you know, can't hold it right there and give us an opportunity where we let them extend the lead and get to eight. Uh, just a little too much for us to come back from. And, and so really, uh, we don't field it in the first inning. We give them a free run. We, we don't pitch it in the third and the fourth inning. We give them, you know, runs on the mound and, and we don't do much offensively until the latter part of the game. And so we just, you know, one of those where we just got our butts kicked, and uh, you know, disappointing, and you know, you know, uh, you know, to be honest with you, a little embarrassing that we didn't play better, you know, in game two. And, and I think, you know, when you wake up on Sunday, you think you got a shot to, to even the, the or to win the series, and then you get to about midday where the front just stalled right on top of us, where you know, we, you know, all the forecast was it would be out by noon and we'd be able to play, and and uh, you know, just I think kind of a kick in the gut to us and you know i think you know leaves a, a bad taste in your mouth when you finish the weekend a couple of things uh from friday uh mike austin miller uh gave you three and 3.1 good innings three hits one run 
two Ks. Talk about him and his stuff and why you went with him that first game. Just you know, proud of him. You know, he's a guy that you know last year was recruited a junior college transfer that comes into the program that really didn't pitch a lot of meaningful innings for us last year. Had good numbers, but uh, stuff was a little down from when he threw in junior college. And you know, of course, with that that staff last year, uh, it was just hard for him to get innings. But uh, this fall, it started off just kind of mediocre again, but really came on at the end of the fall and really in the in the, the three weeks here in January and early. February. He pitched really, really well. And it was just a, a nice spot to kind of fit him in with a big lead. But, you know, the stuff was really good. And uh, in, a, in a tough, you know, uh you know, uh, uh, weather-wise, you know, conditions to pitch, you know, with it getting chilly, getting, you know, drizzly and, and raining. And for pitchers, that's tough. And uh, you could see a couple pitches got away from him, but he never let it, you know, mount to much. He, he, he just pounded the strike zone with some really good stuff. And, you know, he's another guy that you go, wow, you know, he's a, he, he, you know, he looks like a guy that is going to be part of that, that mix in the bullpen. So, you know, exciting to see. Coach uh, Cooper on Friday, definitely a night at the offense. But defensively, I thought he was very sharp, as sharp as he's been during his career here. And I've always noticed a trend with your catchers. It's usually that third year they are in your system that they really take off. Uh, is that by coincidence? Just, just kind of talk about the system there. Well, you know, I, I don't know. I appreciate that. But, you know, uh, the truth is, you know, Coop's terrific defensively, and we've, 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 we've raved about him for, for years, and unfortunately for him individually, not necessarily for the program, but for him individually, we've had a really good guy as well, and Nick Fortes, that can really swing it in the middle of the lineup bad, and, and so, you know, it probably took a lot of his bats and a lot of innings away from Coop the last two years, but I credit him for just working hard, and you know, a guy that just wants to always get better, you know, and, and proud of the, the start that he got off on Offensively, he had a really good weekend offensively. But you know, you're right. Defensively, how about this? A team that returned seven of the starting nine, much like us. You know, that hit 300 last year as a team. That's picked to win their conference, the Horizon. They stole 110 bases and were 0 for 1 in two games. Now, remember, mm-hmm. you know, I get it. The first game where you know we you know, we got a lead right away in the first inning, and and that that lead mounted, and sometimes it's hard to steal steal bases. But they were up five nothing. They were up eight nothing. They were up nine five. And they only had one steal attempt. A team that, you know, attempted 130 stolen bases last year. So I think a lot of that's just, you know, them, you know, the way Cooper is behind uh, the, the, the dish and, you know, obviously his reputation back there. Coach, give us a little, uh, a little insight on Taylor Broadway. Uh, he's a guy we didn't even talk about There's a couple of times. We've had you and Carl on here. Um, what, what's his story? Taylor's a junior college transfer, and you know one of those he's going to throw the ball in the low nineties, a good breaking ball. He missed most of the fall, and that's probably why you missed. You know, you know, there hasn't been a lot of talk about him. He pitched the first weekend, and then got some tendonitis in his elbow, and then you know didn't pitch to the final weekend of scrimmage, and then uh, pizza bowl. But those last two outings were as dominant as anybody in the fall. 
and then he comes out in the spring, and it was just okay, kind of lukewarm. But he's always been a guy that's you know been a strike thrower, and that's you never know, Chuck, when you run him out there the first time, the first you know big time collegiate appearance, you know what's going to happen. And uh, and unfortunately, you know for 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 us, you know it was a tough day for him. You know he walked two out of the first three hitters that he faced, and and really that's what it was. You know in there is just a kind of bridge. You know until uh, we could you know be able to get some runs on the board and, and and make it a ball game. At the time that he came in, it was already five to nothing, and we just needed somebody to throw some strikes into the, into the into the zone and and hold him for an inning and you know or or two to where we could get on the board and before we could blink, you know it was eight to nothing. And so uh, he'll be back out there, but it is you know I think one of those tough first days. You know you you hope that you know you can kind of spoon feed him sometimes their first time out there, but sometimes it doesn't work like that. Sometimes you you got to be thrown into the fire and uh, you know it's disappointing now when you look back at it and go wow we didn't even play Sunday so you know possibly Houston could have pitched or McKenzie or some other guys but some of the other guys would have been their first time out as well it just happened to be you know Taylor Coach Greg Holston's role were you holding him for Sunday with hopes uh, for that third game or what, what kind of where does he stand right now role wise yeah. like well, is, is he going to be a one game two guys. Yeah, Greer's in the bullpen, and he just, to be honest with you, he just hasn't thrown it real sharp, you know, compared to some of the other guys. There's just some other guys that are ahead of Greer right now, and, you know, it's, um, you know, he's, he's done, you know, Greer, as you know, has pitched well here for two years, but there's some other guys. Uh, and that, I think that's what makes the, the weekend, from from my standpoint, really disappointing. You, you can you can't always uh, you know know what the weather is going to do, uh, but when you look back and you go one and one, and this is you know kind of beating myself up, but you go one and one, and you realize that you know. Gunner Hoekland doesn't throw what you were scheduled to throw, you know, start game, you know, uh, three. And Roth doesn't pitch, Casey doesn't pitch, Myers doesn't pitch, and Gracie doesn't pitch. So those five guys don't pitch, you know, the first weekend and, and you lose a baseball game. And it wasn't necessarily that we were saving them. It just wasn't, you know, their spot to pitch in that situation. Uh, and then we just got too far behind. And so, uh, but, yeah, to answer your question, there's a couple guys that are ahead of career right now. Coach, uh, on the bright side from from Saturday, I thought Max and Caleb came in and di- and did a good job of holding them and gave us a chance to, you know, get back in the game. No, you're exactly right, and 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 and, that, and again, you know, not to, to just continue to beat a dead horse. I know that's what's disappointing is, you know, uh, yeah, that's what the hope was, including Broadway. Is that you know you would you know be able to hold the offense that that good offense from right state down and give ourselves an opportunity. We just dug the hole too deep you know for the offense to to, to, to come back from that. But uh, you're right, Max. You know held him. I think he threw like three and a third. I think of you know scoreless innings. And, and although Caleb gave up one in the ninth, the stuff was good. I mean he was up to I think 92-93 left-handed. And you know we all know that that wins in our leg. You know Chuck. You know if you're you're yeah. left-handed and throw it you know in the low 90s. You're are going to have success, and you know, proud of the way that you know those guys competed. And uh, again, just because we don't play three games, we lose. I think it leaves a bitter taste in your mouth. But uh, we got a lot of baseball in front of us, and you know, including get you know, tomorrow or whenever we get on the field again. Hopefully, it's uh, the forecast is not real good for tomorrow. But <laughs> it's going to be a tough spring for but, these games. Uh, it is. Yeah. It's, good gosh. Gosh, the prediction for the whole rest of this month is. 
a lot of rain. But, hey, Coach, uh, another bright spot. Thomas Dillard had five hits over the weekend. Uh, no big surprise there, but it's good to see him come out of the come out of the box hot. Well, that's it. You know, as good as offense as we think we can be, you need some guys that get off to a good start. We talked about Coop already, but you're right. You know, Dillard right there in the four hole uh, really was just a, a force this weekend in just two games of being at five or six hits, you know, a couple extra base hits, including the you know big you know big home run. And you know, he's a guy that we're going to count on. He'll start you know tomorrow night behind the plate. You know, for us, and so oh, you'll know, cool. be his first, you know, his first time behind, you know, behind the plate as a catcher in a real game for us, and something he deserves, and you know, um, and not just because he's been with us, but because he deserves to be there. And uh, so I'm excited about that. But Tom's going to have a great year. Uh, you know, it's good to you know watch some of the guys, you know. Uh, like you know, Linick, you know, get a couple hits on Saturday, including a home run. I think you know Cockrell got a couple hits. You know, get some guys going because that's you know offensively we we got to get that offense moving. And, and certainly on the first night it was you know it was neat to watch you know Coop and some other guys swing it and, and do well. Uh, but uh, you know we, we got to you know keep that offense moving forward. Coach, uh, back to the weather situation with so many wet days this spring and 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 the extended forecast. Uh, y'all maybe look at a different way of of doing more double headers on Saturday if you got that that gap of, of dry weather. Well, no doubt, and it, not that that wasn't an option, but you know all the the weather people. Uh, remember the weather people that you know told us, hey, you'll get it in on Friday. Were the yeah. same people that thought that we could get it in on Sunday. So you know, sometimes <laughs> they miss, but they're they're right so much more than they're wrong. That you know the people that, that that we deal with, and and it's more than just you know your weather dot com app. You know, and I, I realize you know that you know we we have at everybody's our, our weather dot com. You know, so, you know, yeah, we got we we got some some different resources than than the average people, but it, it just was one of those. Things where it's stalled out. You don't really want to play that double header, and in the SEC, you have to get permission, and it's got to be 80% chance of rain, you know, throughout the day. And the people that we were talking to, we we you know, as you can see, a lot of those forecasts are still like 50, 60%, and even better at like 8 a.m. Sunday morning. Like we we even felt better when we're eating our team meal. You know, that uh, we knew it was going to rain up through to about 11 o'clock. But what happened was the wind stopped, and that that, that, that front, that low pressure just kind of stalled, you know, down there. And, uh, and I'm not, you know, a weatherman, but down there and, you know, Meridian and that area, <laughs> which just made it just that line of showers just ran right through us, probably a lot more than anybody expected because it, it rained until like 9 o'clock, you know, on Sunday yeah, sure night. Did. And that, that we were supposed to be on the north end of that to where, you know, it was going to get past us and really you know, rain in places like Starkville all day, but not in Oxford. And, uh, you know, but, you know, again, you know, it was a bad choice. But, you know, what you don't want to do is, especially this this time of year, if you can play the game, you, you need to play it on the day that you're supposed to. And uh, if we thought, you know, that there was no chance of playing that game, because we debated it, you know, Keith Carter and, you know, like Kevin Blank, our, our, our game ops guy, we, we debated on Friday night. But at that time, you know, all the people that we trust said, hey, you know, you got you got a pretty good shot at getting it in. Unfortunately, we didn't. Coach, did you think we got a little too aggressive early in the game on Saturday at the start of the counts and just weren't swinging at, at the best pitches we needed to be? Well, uh, that's that's easy when you when you don't hit, you don't score. That's that's uh, 
that's the one that everybody goes to, you know. But when you, you hit a double, you know, first pitch, you know, when you're good offensively, I think you, you're either gonna you're gonna swing and you're gonna go after it, or you're not. I just think we really got some bad swings off. I think you know at, at times, you know, we we took some pitches that we shouldn't have in certain counts, and I think in certain counts, you know, we pulled off and tried to do a little too much. I, I don't necessarily. You know, fault of swinging. I think sometimes, you know, the you know the the pitches that we swung at. I thought, you know, you know, we we tried to do a little too much, and you know, but but I think really what you're getting at, and we've talked about, is we got to be you know uh, multi-dimensional. We got to be able to to walk. We got to be able to you know hit the ball the other way. We got to be able to take the HPP, and we can, and we've done that. And this offense has shown that, that they can do that. I just think it was you know you know just a bad day for the first four innings we wake up and and then all of a sudden but it, uh you know in the fifth or sixth but it was a little too late you know uh you know offensively you know we're one big swing of course at the end uh but that's going to happen you know uh uh yeah i think you can be critical and say hey you know should we have not have been aggressive but you know we're always going to be aggressive you know it's like saying hey should we have bunted more i mean last year i think we bunted like 12 <laughs> times the whole year so I mean, uh, you know, this is a team that's built on swinging it. This is a team that's built on going for it. You know, and not just, you know, home runs, but, you know, uh, you know, balls in the gap and stealing bases. And, you know, sometimes when you do that, you make some quick outs. You have some quick innings. And, you know, the big thing is it's hard to win games, Yancey, when you, when you give up nine runs. You know, so, you yeah, know, uh, to me, you know, um, you know, at the end of the day, don't give up nine runs, you'll win more games. Coach, we got one minute. Uh... I heard you talking with Richard on Mississippi Sports Show earlier um, about Will Estridge's blister. Uh, in mm-hmm. one minute, well, give 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 our listeners a little recap on well, that. Well, it's, it's it's a little touchy thing, you know, when a pitcher gets a blister on their on their middle finger of their throwing hand. It's a little scary, you know, and, and not that it's a you know. Uh, you know, career threatening, but it can linger, much like the pulled hamstring, much like the, the sprained ankle. And if you come back too soon, uh, you just kind of, you, you risk it just being there every week. And so I don't think it's likely that he'll pitch. You know, we haven't called it off, but I, I don't think it's likely that he'll pitch this weekend. He's certainly going to miss his bullpen in the middle of the week. He hasn't picked up a baseball, you know, since Friday. We just need that blister to heal up so it just doesn't linger the entire season. Buddy, thank you so much. Good luck tomorrow at 4 against Arkansas State and then this weekend at Tulane for a three-game set. Who will you pitch instead of Etheridge if he doesn't go? Well, if if Etheridge doesn't pitch, you're going to have Roth and Hoagland and Phillips going as the starters. I don't know necessarily that order. Thank you, buddy. Take care. We'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on Cannon Motor Mississippi Rebel Hotline. Hang tight. That's what we said. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Welcome back to Cannon Motors Mississippi Rubble Y'all Hotline. A little recap here. Men's basketball team is at South Carolina tomorrow night at 6. Then at home Saturday versus Georgia at 2.30. We need a sellout for sure. 
Uh, Lady Rebels are getting beat pretty good over at Georgia, it looks like. We're trying to get a score on that. But I, when I looked earlier, it was 32-18 to 18 in the first half. Uh, the men, the, the baseball team has Arkansas State tomorrow at 4. But uh, rain and cold predicted. I hope they can get that in. Maybe. <laughs> it's going to rain all spring, Chuck. Yeah. It's just and that season. This weekend at Tulane for a three-game set, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, looks like Will Etheridge, the Friday night starter, will probably be out yeah. for the Friday game. And he said Roth, Phillips, and Hogland not necessarily, not necessarily in, that, in that order. That order for the for two lane series. Forgot to ask him who's pitching tomorrow. Gosh, dog it. I know. Uh, you were in a hurry. No, I was wondering too. I thought it'd be Greer or Fowler. Would be your yeah. two guys. Maybe Nick Hazy. Huh? Nick Hazy. Yeah, yeah. Could be I him. Know. I don't yeah. know if he wants to know. keep him fresh for the bullpen for this weekend. I don't know. Tyrone Nix uh, expected to be named. Well, he will be named. The new outside linebacker coach, probably tomorrow, the next day, when it's legal for the, I say legal, uh, rules and regulations of, for employment have been met at the university, regu- you know, all that stuff, all that personnel junk. All right, uh, let's go to the control room, Jack Schultz, and around the SEC. It's time for this week's report from around the SEC. Brought to you by Cheney's Pharmacy, home of the Ugly Mug Coffee and TCBY Yogurt. Located next to the library on Bramlett Boulevard. Tennessee is no longer perfect in conference play. Kentucky gave the Vols a rude welcoming to Lexington last week, handing Rick Barnes' team an 86-69 loss. The Wildcats jumped Tennessee in the national rankings, moving to number four, the Vols now number five. LSU is the only other SEC team in the top 25 this week at number 13. Auburn, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss did receive votes. Kentucky and Tennessee are tied atop the conference standings at 11-1 each. LSU is third at 10-2, followed by Ole Miss and South Carolina tied at 8-4. The Rebels and Gamecocks will break that tie in a contest at South Carolina tomorrow night. LSU will have a chance to flex its strength in the SEC this week as well. The Tigers host Florida on Wednesday night and Tennessee on Saturday. Auburn, just 6-6 six and six in SEC play now, will have a crack at red-hot Kentucky on Saturday in Lexington. In baseball, the SEC got off to a strong start. Eight teams began 2019 with three-game sweeps. Only one team, Missouri, is below 500 at 1-2. and two. Ole Miss played just two games due to weather, splitting a pair of contests with Wright State. Series to watch this weekend include Mississippi State hosting Southern Miss, Florida facing Miami in Gainesville, Kentucky travels to number four Texas Tech, and Arkansas travels to USC. The weather outside certainly doesn't feel like we should be talking about baseball, but it's here already. That's all for tonight. Have a great week, everybody. All right. Thank you, Jack. Good job as usual. Um, Once again, uh, South Carolina tomorrow night, 6 p.m., Saturday versus Georgia at home, 2.30. Be there. Be there. Arkansas State baseball tomorrow night at 4, tomorrow afternoon at 4. And then uh, at Tulane, three-game set Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Will Etheridge, you just heard Mike Bianco say, is probably out. Chuck, uh, this South Carolina team's good. They're 8-4. Oh, yeah. Like, like you heard uh, Kermit say. A great, most experienced big man in the SEC, along with a great guard. 
They got they got both dimensions there. It's going to be a tough thing. Fifty five percent from three point. That's, that's incredible. Then that's he said, unbelievable. He said they're going to have to get their heels. Did he mean that the during point. the last five games or for the season? No, the last five games. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was about not, to say, not the season. What in? No, nobody's shooting fifty five yeah. for the season. Uh, Good, bad, and ugly brought to you by Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. If you need a four-wheeler side-by-side or lawnmower, Big Delta Power Sports is the only place to shop. Brett Rousey and his staff will give you a great deal on the model you want with affordable financing and competitive prices. That's Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. The good, well, wow, man. The men's basketball team, what do you say? Extending their win streak to four with a road win over Auburn and a home victory over Missouri in two of the most dominant defensive efforts I've seen in a long time from a Rebel squad. If they continue playing defense like those two games, I, I don't see how they won't win some more games and secure, secure a spot in the NCAA tournament. But there's still a lot of work to do, and the remaining schedule has no gimmies on it. The Lady Rebels got a nice win over Vanderbilt at home last Thursday, and i got to say I'm liking what I see from Coach Yo's team. One, they play hard, and that's that's always a good start. Two, they're high-character kids who represent Ole Miss well. And three, Coach Yo has a solid plan on how to build this program back, and it includes both of those ingredients, playing hard, getting character kids, and, and then hitting the road for hard with recruiting. As soon as she brings in some more talent with those attributes, the Lady Rebels will return to the winner's circle. Rebel baseball opened with a split with Wright State, so there was some good, there was some bad, and there was some ugly in that. But it's so early in in the season, hell, why even comment on it? I remember, Yancey, all these years that LSU went to the World Series and won championships. You'd look up early in the year, and they'd be 13-9, and 12-6, and, and then they'd go on a streak. Hopefully the Ole Miss is that kind of team. We'll be back next Monday night with the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Good night, everybody. Howdy toddy. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.